You're listening to Heart to Heart Podcast with Lina Kevlani. Heartazar.com, online art gallery. Hey, 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 welcome to the Heart to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Lina Kevlani from Artazar.com online art gallery. Today, I have a really special guest. Her name is Noor Al-Hassan. Noor is a strength-based coach that supports individuals and executives to overcome the barriers to performance by accessing their unique well of strengths and resources. Noor's passion for art, her background in psychology, and her mission to empower people to experience and unleash their best led her to create this one-of-a-kind workshop that we'll be taking you through. And that workshop leverages the healing power of art through an impactful coaching approach. Welcome, Noor. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for the intro, Lina. How are you? I am really good, Noor. Very excited to have you here today. Um, before we start, tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into the coaching and wellness field. Sure. So just like you shared, Lina, I have a deep passion for art, for I see it as a tool that enhances the overall well-being of humans in many different ways. Um, I see art as a multidimensional tool that is like an access to different experiences such as self-exploration, self-expression, um, a tool for presence and stress management, but moreover, um, and of course, it, it, it enables us to create, imagine and think outside of the box so we can build, design and aim for the progress that we look forward to in our life. So that is in terms of art and in terms of coaching, leadership and wellness. I would say that what got me into that, other than the rewarding feeling of supporting others, is first my interest and background in psychology, and also my life experience, and most importantly is my strong belief that every human has a unique divine power. So more than five years ago, I got into the coaching field, and especially that it's based on positive psychology, I took a deep dive into it to understand and explore different ways that enables human to tap into that well of potential that is embedded in us and find ways to unleash it and experience it more often in life, as I believe that is what gives us fulfillment and sense of purpose as human beings. That is so amazing, Noor. That is such a, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. We are all born with that well of um of hidden talent mm-hmm. and it's amazing you help us tap into it why coaching through art you could be coaching through various other things why yeah. through art <laughs> well for me lina sustainability is a big word and i believe that sustainable transformation requires an immersive experience where both our right brain and our left brain are activated simultaneously So with my purpose to help people experience their unique power and unleash their potential, I found creativity through hands-on experiences. It allows us to activate the intuitive side of the brain, facilitating the access to the higher self, to our wisdom and our inner resourcefulness. This is why coaching through art is a unique learning experience that creates sustainable, positive change. 
That's just such a beautiful thought. I mean, it's just how you're bringing sustainability with art and helping us tap into our inner potential. That's really, really nice. And I know you're doing this amazing workshop called Kintsugi Art and Wellness Workshop. Let's talk about that. But first, do you want to explain to our listeners what is the art of Kintsugi? So, Kintsugi in Japanese. Oh, sorry, I said it wrong. So, Kintsugi. <laughs> kintsugi, I think. <laughs> translated in Japanese to golden joinery. So it is a Japanese art of fixing broken pieces of pottery pieces with a special kind of glue called urushi and then dusting it with powdered gold. So this art is a method of repair that highlights imperfections with gold instead of hiding or disguising them, which transforms the repaired piece into an even more beautiful one. So this art basically is based on the Japanese concept of wabi-sabi, that our imperfections and the broken parts within us are part of the life cycle. And if we're able to embrace and accept them, then we transform them into strength, into power and unique beauty. And like the famous poet Rumi says, the wound is the place where the light enters you. Oh, that is just gorgeous. But you know, I've done I've done a bit of kintsugi once and I have to say I think it was such a mindful experience and um, as humans we tend to overanalyze our flaws rather mm-hmm. than as very rightfully said that wound is probably that flaw is probably where the light will shine through the brightest and become our strength and what is your workshop all about is it all about bringing that light out of us? Yeah, well, here, Lina, I might have to tell you a little bit about my own story with Go perfectionism. For it. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> and that is basically what brought this workshop into life. Go for it. So to keep it short, I would say that in my life, I was the picture of perfection. And I built a strong fear for imperfections for many different reasons. Until one day, a big incident in my life basically changed the whole picture for me. It shattered my view of what perfection is, and it literally broke me into pieces. And I had to find a way to put myself together, just like the pieces of Kintsugi. So what I did to kind of put myself together, I had to start with my strengths. I discovered that my unique strengths are spirituality, creativity, and humor. So those were the big pieces that I started gluing together. And when I shattered my idea of perfection and embraced my imperfections with my strengths, everything changed for me. This embracing of my unique self allowed me to tap into the power inside me. It empowered me to be real, to help people and be myself and grow. If I had been stuck with just the false virgin before with perfectionism, I would never been able to touch that power. So what I do now is that I help people to do the same, to break perfection and find wholeness with this art of Kintsugi that celebrates the beauty of imperfection. In these group workshops, we shatter the perfectionism that separates us from our power and true selves Then we put the broken pieces back together in a way that is more beautiful and strong than before. And this helps people live a more fulfilled, true life. 
Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us, Noah. Really appreciate it. This is at an individual level, but then how would you help employees in a business yeah. in, with this workshop? So with employees, it's normally a two hours workshop. It supports them to identify and put in place, put in action their character strengths and embrace and accept their weaknesses. So basically we focus on strengths more than the weaknesses and it supports them to tap into their unique potential take leadership over their behaviors, their mindsets, and their emotions, and own their growth journey. What is beautiful is that the philosophy of Kintsugi is a metaphor that supports employees and the organization as a whole to remove the barriers of perfectionism and imposter syndrome towards maximizing performance and bringing out authenticity and excellence instead of perfectionism. That is, that is really well, you know, well said because when I was working, when I started working, it was all about doing things perfectly. Like, you know, there was no room for error. And we mm -hmm. all had to copy, how would I say this? We had to be clones of each other. You know, you had to follow and, become, and clone each other out because that was the way things are done. Mm -hmm. This has worked for, for centuries or worked for the organization. So, yes, follow this route. Mm -hmm. And there was no room where you could break away. But then I was very blessed with my bosses. I have to say that because I never fit in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that make you feel just uh, to do what is true to you? Know, you know, <laughs> earlier it, it scared me um, mm -hmm. because I wasn't sure if, you know, you're young. Mm -hmm. I started working when I was 20, 21, right? So, um and you weren't sure how they would accept it. But I was very blessed because they embraced it. Mm -hmm. You know, so they would. I would tell them, I said, listen, can we not promote this product differently? Can we not do it like this? He goes, okay, go do it. And I would cut stuff out of a magazine and make <laughs> mock-ups and try to explain that to the client. And I'm not kidding. I still remember we sold our first magazine special operation mm -hmm. for Wella shampoos with oranges. And it was an orange little flap that hadn't been done before. And those flaps had to be fitted manually in magazines. I remember that. Those were talking years and years and years ago. But it, it made me feel so amazing. Mm -hmm. And they empowered me. And I started growing out of the number crunching role mm -hmm. and probably venturing a lot more into the creative zone and creative solutions. But that wouldn't have been possible had they told me, this is the best way to do it. This is the perfect way to do it. Um, of course, we made mistakes. Mm -hmm. These are new things. You will make mistakes. But then they would let you embrace that mistake and say, okay, did you learn from it? Yes. What would you do better? I would do this, this, this. Okay, let's do it. And we would keep growing. And I think there was such a growth in that in that thing, in that, in that journey, that I enjoyed it. And I look back with my career with a big smile. <laughs> and I love it because I was like, I was like, had they kept me locked in a perfection box, mm -hmm. I would have been locked away forever. Yeah. And this is why playing by your strengths and really being at your best in that state of flow brings out the best in you as a unique human being. Right. That is so true. Thank you for sharing that, Noor. And are there any other workshops you would like to tell our listeners about? Anything else that you're experimenting with? Yeah, there's a very exciting um, workshop. It's um, so while Kintsugi works at a more personal and mindset level, 
this interesting workshop for individuals, employees, and teams, it works at creating positive change at a behavioral level. So it's also an interactive tool. It's called Mapstel. And the whole idea is that by stepping on this huge physical map on the floor, and it's a map of behaviors, as a group, employees and teams, they can learn about each other's strengths and behaviors. And this allows them to create understanding about themselves and the other. And it enhances the collaboration between each other and that obviously enhances their performance, performance as individuals and um, also as teams. It is also fun because, like Kintsugi, I think sustainable change is created through experiential learning with Maps Tell as well. And also, it's obviously very useful for individuals who want to advance their self-awareness on their behaviors as it's um, based on the popular DISC assessments. I loved it because I remember I was playing around with that when I, mm -hmm. when, I, when we met and I had to go stand on the map and I was like, where am I? What <laughs> island am I on? And it was so cool. It was and really nice. And all the nice. bridges and, and all rivers the bridges. of behavior. Yes, and, and I was looking around on the map and it's, guys, I, we're just trying to explain this um, tool to you. We'll bring, we'll bring up um, another work, another podcast where we'll talk about Mapstel and now how it can help artists, entrepreneurs, um, businesses. But I want you to imagine this massive map on the floor and you have to go stand and figure out where you are. And then your, your um, colleagues stand on another part of the map and you start to see how people are thinking and how do you bridge that thinking between each other? Because we all come with strengths mm -hmm. and we all come with um, flaws, you know, um, based on our behaviors on that part of the map and it was really cool it really gave me a deep understanding even yeah. when I did the questionnaire it was really yeah. nice that's beautiful thank you for sharing that I think you explained it better than what I said <laughs> your experience is really impactful yeah I, I absolutely enjoyed it I think yeah. it gave me such an understanding of my behavior mm -hmm. um, you know because I because you run a business and you do different things and Sometimes you're a one-man show. Sometimes you're not a one-man show. Yeah. But how do you adjust, adjust with different people, different personalities? I absolutely love that too. Yeah. I think I think it has such great potential. Beautiful. So yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Noor. Thank you for taking us through your Kintsugi workshop. Guys, if you would like to um, register or get to know more about these workshops, just message us in the box below and we will send you all the details. We'll email you. I'll send you Noor's contact. And uh, feel free, this is one of a kind of a workshop. Who ha whoever has not experienced Kintsugi, you have to do this. It's really beautiful. And we'll post up a few pictures as well for you to see and um, a link to, to experiences as well. So just message us. If you need any info, email us and we'll connect you. So Noor... Mm -hmm. We always have these two fun sections. <laughs> That's the Lena section. It's the Lena <laughs> <Look> section. <at> <laughs> Crazy like me. So first things first. Mm -hmm. Did you know? Noor, tell us one thing people wouldn't know about you. Yeah. So with the workshops, I guess I'm doing, um, people might identify me more as an artsy person. However, I consider myself to be more of a sports person. Sports 
person. Oh, nice. Yeah. What kind of sports? So I play a lot of different sports. I grew up basically with sports, but my favorite is tennis. Ah. I would love to say that I play tennis perfectly, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you? <laughs> After the kintsugi, I'm not. <laughs> oh. So you uh, play it perfectly imperfect. <laughs> perfectly imperfect. I love that. You know, actually my paintings, um, I actually say that. I find beauty in imperfections. Mm-hmm. It makes it fun. It yeah, I, it... I do stuff on, on the canvas and then I realize, oh no, that's not what I wanted. And then I come back 10 minutes later, I'm like, huh. This is actually good. Why am I touching it? You know, so I always leave the imperfection and then I come back to it. I never fix it at that time. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, who's your favorite tennis player? My favorite is uh, Nadal. Nice. Yeah. Do you watch tennis? I used to for a while. Um, you know, um, I loved Steffi Graf. Oh, yes. I think. And her husband, what was his name? Uh, Andre Agassi. Yes. And the, the whole Agassi, Becker, um, mm-hmm. Boris Becker uh, rivalry. Yeah. I remember that. But there was a player, I think, um, for the longest time, I think he's, I think he was a bit underrated, Goran Ivanishevic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used to just do aces down the line. And I remember that. I was like, that's perfect. Not that we're going to talk about perfection. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, he came with a temper with it as well. I remember that. That yeah. was his thing. But Steffi Graf to me was like, she was, I don't know how to put it. She was charm personified. She is. Till today, I I, I still have to get that, um, mm-hmm. how do I say, that admiration for a person. Cool as a cucumber. She brings her whole self to the game. She I does. And she's so, so beautiful. Cool. Yeah. You know, I remember that. And I, I have, I had a tempo. I was like, how is she so cool? <laughs> <laughs> so that is something I look forward to is coaching through sports. And maybe tennis can be one of them. Oh, that would be amazing. You should give it a try. Um, you know, I think, I think that would be very different mm-hmm. for people to. Something get- fun. So learning in different fun ways, I think, is very useful nowadays. It's very useful, where, yeah. where we learn more about us. Yeah, in a, in a simpler way, in an easy way. And, okay, so I came from an advertising world. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew me as Crazy Lena, mad little Lena time. Okay. So here's a crazy question. What's the craziest thing that has ever happened in your Kintsugi workshop? <laughs> Something must have happened. Yeah, a lot of crazy, crazy <laughs> things happen when we're breaking pottery. And, you know, it's it's a bit crazy. And the sounds of the breaking people, I'm sure people around are like, what are they doing? <laughs> Why are they breaking things? <laughs> exactly. They're breaking perfection, right? But for me personally, the craziest thing when was um, one of my private Kintsugi sessions, one of my clients brings this big bag of real like ground gold (gasps) from South Africa. And he wanted to do his own project after he learned the art. And I was like, wow, it takes, it's that expensive (laughs) to break perfection. (laughs) That is amazing. It was really amazing. No, no, but it was amazing. I I love the fact that he brought his own character to it. Yeah, it meant something from him and he brought it from his town, you know, in in South Africa. So yeah, it was really beautiful to see and crazy. The experience. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Noor. It was great having you. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I really did have fun a lot. It's a pleasure speaking with you, Lena, and I'm looking forward to something new in the future to talk about. Definitely, guys. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you need Noor's contact. Just drop us a line. 
and uh, keep on creating, keep on spreading the joy of art. This is Lena signing off from the Heart to Heart podcast. Have a great week ahead, guys.